Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have the full 19th Fairway squad. Joe, Will Dog, G, all joining us live. Let's get it. We are two tournaments in. We have a three-way tie at the top of the season-long standings, six, six, and six points each with Will Dog, unfortunately, coming in fourth place two weeks in a row. Zero points on the board, but he's a strong pick each week. He's coming for us, no doubt about it. Let's get right into this, boys. What are we thinking for this week's American Express Championship? Well, I think at first off, this is like 666 is the sign of the devil. So is that right? I mean, is it <laughs> yeah. to like break the devil's curse? Yeah, but it's, it's the, 6660. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I was going to yeah, say, so John. If you guys are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> it is the number of the beast, but without that zero. Um, so we'll see. I think it's on my spied. Spied. Wow, Garrett. There we Good go. Good word Garrett. there. I'm adding it's Roderick okay. already. First it's off. okay. Garrett's first time on. A little nervous. Sapping the brew. It's okay. What do you got there, Mr. I'm G? I'm drinking a Zevia, Joe. Oh, no oh, beer. Dude. No beer till my birthday or alcohol. Oh, wow. Gotta be beach bod ready, you know? Oh, my God. Can't be in dude. Hawaii with the gut. Yeah, no, where are you sir. headed, Mr. G? Let them know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, beginning of February, the 4th through the 9th, I will be teeing up at Kapalua. So, going to spend some time there, play the Bay and Plantation course. Hopefully, uh, shoot well, but, but just excited to get out there. No doubt. You're probably going, what, at least 14 under, like the pros did, like one day? Yeah, I'm thinking around 14, maybe even 15 if I play okay. Um, if everything comes together, minus 18. I heard you're going to have goal. a driver wedge for an albatross on 18. Oh, well, we'll see if I can just drive the green and have an albatross putt, but, you know, can't get <laughs> too plenty. Plenty dry. I think you'd get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, dry with a little tailwind. You know, just give it a little extra Bryson DeChambeau. We got the mock neck with the bandon hat on for G. We got Willie with the hideaway. I'm repping – Sheep Ranch with Bay Hill. What is that for Mr. Joe? Uh, Mr. Martis Joe Camp. The old Martis Camp that G got him uh, when he was up there. Some Tahoe swag. I love that. Pretty exclusive, I've heard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, we got two weeks in so far. We're back in California, down south, Coachella Valley, the American Express. Will Dog is leading us off. Who is that coveted number one pick going to? Let's check the power rankings. Yeah, the number one pick has not been good to me. I mean, you know who to get here, Will Dog. This is obvious. Back to back weeks of having it. I mean, I take Cam Smith. Of course, he has the winning hangover. No doubt. <laughs> pick the week before Hideki ends up winning this week. So it just hasn't been working out. But um, I think it's a no brainer. I'm taking the number one player in the world, John Rom. I was actually surprised to see he was even in this field. But yeah, hopefully he can come through for me this time. I wonder if he's thinking like, it's not a light, light field, but I mean, he's definitely the overall favorite. I wonder if he looks at like smaller tournaments like this. He's like, all right, I, I got this one. Like I could probably win this. So he enters in. Dude, he's easily the odds on favorite too. Like yeah. way ahead of everybody. The uh, yeah. the guy on the second spot on the power rankings finished second here last year to Siwoo Kim, I believe, stole it. Hey. Siwoo. All right, I'll go up. Uh, I believe it's my turn. I am going with Mr. Toe Tap on the puttering surface, Mr. Patrick Cantlay. Oh, that's surprising. How'd you come up with that, Joe? 
Oh, well, I looked at the stats. He's a really good ball striker, and he's uh, finished well at these tournaments. And uh, boils it down, I looked at the power rankings. Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> at least you're being honest now. That's what I love. Hey, no, it's, power it's rankings good... get you far in this one. No, it's a good pick for sure. I mean, uh, what, he had solo fourth at Kapalua, right? Guy can, Scott, the guy can fill it up. And we didn't yeah. even pick him at Kapalua. How could we have missed that? That's just one of those that slipped through the cracks. Yeah. He really, that's totally, he's, yeah. You know, that, that tournament at Champions Field, there's a lot of good golfers out there. But, I mean, Patrick did win golfer of the year last year, didn't he? Yeah, player yeah, of the year won the, the last three two. playoffs. <laughs> we all don't pick him. Pretty impressive by us. Guy was on fire. Well, was he on the power rankings? <laughs> oh, dude, that's why we didn't pick him. He wasn't on the I, power rankings. That's probably it right there. <laughs> just saying well i'm gonna go against g's will here and i'm gonna skip up the power rankings board just by one slot instead of taking the california kid that's ranked three this week i'm gonna go with the texas native scotty scheffler he has been placing in the top five a lot lately uh and a couple good starts to the year so looking for scotty scheffler this week i mean he's arguably the best talent that hasn't won on tour yet i mean I think that's fair with that. He shot a 59 at the Northern trust, I think, or maybe he ended up with a 60, but he was on 59 watch at a playoff event a couple years ago. That's that's pretty good. He was also in the mix at uh, Harding park during that uh, 2020 PGA championship. I may need to call D out for the slightly early Kevin, Na 59 watch the other (laughs) day. He He was was on like whole like four. He's like, Oh, 59 watch. <laughs> I, dude. I literally well, I was like, oh, like oh. he was literally seven under through 10 holes why is that on a par I mean, 70 no, course yeah yeah easily could have done it's it. close yeah he slowed up he slowed up a little to end the round i don't know if you guys saw him and his and uh grayson murray's tweets back and forth oh yes yeah, big grayson murray fan grayson yeah, i mean murray not <laughs> dude not is taking like three minutes of putt it's just out of control I mean, oh, I, they got the clock back on him. Well, you're only allowed like 45 seconds, but obviously the PGA Tour never enforces anything, and he's taking minutes to put it out, like short putts, like his caddies sitting there behind him, like between uh, his legs. Like, dude, he's. I mean, I know there's a lot of money on the line, but uh, the PGA Tour's got to enforce the rules at some point. Yeah, he was just I respect Grayson Miller for coming at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. someone's got to do it. What were the tweets? Grayson Miller said he's like, I, I don't know, someone else will probably know better. He said, um, it's getting real old watching Kevin Na uh, take three minutes over each putt. And then Kevin Na came back after the round and said, it's getting real old missing every cut right at Grayson Murray. <laughs> and <laughs> Grayson hasn't even played on the PGA Tour in, I want to say, over a year. But, you know, um, hey. <laughs> I'm going to take the opposite of the group here. Grayson needs to sit down. I mean, Kevin Na won this tournament last year. He can take his time, especially if he's making cuts. And he plays on tour. So, Grayson, I don't know who you are, but you got to make the cut and play a little longer before you can talk to Na, man. He walks in <laughs> some of the bet. she's in. I'm yeah, I mean, a I'm no Grayson Murray fan here. I mean, Kevin Na, he's going to do it until they enforce it. So, it's not a knock on him, but. Yeah, it's, it's, it's getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, no, I think uh, I, Grace Murray was just trying to get his little slice of the PIP bonus. 
<laughs> Good. Yeah, right, can't complain. Really Are you taking G? Yeah, let me let me get to this because as you guys know, it's been discussed in previous shows by Mr. Joe and D. Uh, taking a little different approach here this year, not picking people because I like them or because they rep Titleist. Um, we're going strictly on power rankings and, you know, who's been playing pretty good recently. So for that decision, we're going with Matt Wolf this week as the number okay. one pick. Number three on the power rankings, I'm feeling good. California, California native. You know he's played that, that track a lot, I'm assuming. Definitely. And he's been putting oh, in yeah. work with his boy Gankus, so – yeah. No, he's coming in hot. I was just going to say that. A lot of Gankus footage lately with Matt Wolf. Will excited about it. Is it back to me? Back to the All top. Right. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, with Big Tony. You know, Ooh. he just he he's he knows desert golf too well. Um, he should be able to work his way around this track. I've actually I haven't played this track, but I have walked a few of the holes. And it, there's some difficult shots out there for sure. And I just think Tony's going to put the ball in the fairway and uh, make a lot of putts this week. Two quick things on that. Tony Schuster, our boy up at Band in the Caddy, was out walking with Tony Finau and Chez Reeve down there in, uh, in La Quinta today. Not sure exactly what course they set, they were playing. Madison Club. To, oh, it was the Madison Club? Shout out to Tony Schuster up at Bandon. And then two um, – they play multiple courses this week, don't they? It's the stadium course and the Nicholas course, at least, or do they play a third too? No, I think it's just the two. I think it's the, stadium the, and Nicholas. They used to play another one, and it was always like two of the easiest courses on tour uh, every year. But I think, yeah, I think in 2016 they went to just – or they re-implemented the stadium course into this. So hopefully that's a little bit more of a challenge. I know they're looking at course at scores to be 20 under and below. So we might have another minus 83 victory this week. We'll have to see about that. I will you, you were saying you haven't played it, but you've walked it. I actually have played this course and it is very gettable. I started off the round three pars in a row. Then I followed it with three bogeys in a row. And then I followed to end out the front nine three double bogeys in a row. It was very gettable if I could control my golf ball, which I couldn't, but it's okay. If I could, you know, finish three over for the first three holes, these pros are going to light it up. And with transitioning into that, I'm going with my guy. Could be the move. Abe answer. Okay, I saw him and Matt Wahlberg Classic. out there. He I don't think this course is the longest, and that really, really benefits him. He is a wizard with the irons, and I think I think he has a chance. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, back to your other point, like desert golf, golf like this, um, it's hard for us amateurs because we just – we're not going to put the ball in the fairway every time. But for these pros, they're going to absolutely destroy this course. I know. They're going to driver wedge on – like I had driver wedge on the first three holes. Like, I don't even know what they're going to have. Oh, they're going to be taking irons off tees, woods yeah. off tees. It'll be interesting to take a look at what the uh, fairways hit percentages are for the guys at the top of leaderboard on Sunday. I'm sure it'll be a pretty good number. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to go with a guy who missed his first cut in a long time, Mr. Play Every Week, Sung J.M. I think uh, got to have the faith that he got a little extra rest on his way back from Hawaii. 
I know that extra rest didn't really play out for me with Hovland, not uh, Kapalua, but I'm going to take Sungjae. I think he's uh, he's just been too solid overall in his last, I don't know, year or so, all the way back to the Masters. Well, you're going to have oh. a well-rested team. I mean, Scotty hasn't teed off this calendar year yet, has he? I don't think so. No, he didn't play in either the Hawaiian swing, and uh, he did play – late in the fall season. So he was at Mayakoba in Houston uh, and at the hero as well. So he's played a little bit in the fall, at least. All right. Well, I guess it's on to pick number two. Now this player didn't uh, place any podiums in 2021, but the year previous to that was a fucking killer. Mm. Bleep that out for me, D. Uh, (laughs) I'm going with, the man himself, Justin Rose. Jay Rose, Rose baby. Ooh, wow, yeah. Team Rose. Ooh. Yeah. And getting back to Desert Golf, I think he's more of a placement golfer. He can play shots, put him where he needs to. This is going to come in big when we talk about Desert Golf. As we know, you get off the fairway or in the rough or in areas that aren't great, you're going to pay for that. But uh, I wanted to bring back Rosie. a point around you know super low scores this week what's everyone's feeling on that personally i hate tournaments where i'm seeing guys finishing at minus 19 minus 25 minus 28 whatever it may be right to me it just goes all right it's kind of a crap shoot anyone can win this and it's boring to me anyone else feel that way or are we fans of the super low or high scores whatever way you want to look at it I mean, I like them here and I like them here and there, but I'm with you. I like to watch the pros show why they're pros. Yeah. Like they're pros for a reason, but if you take an amateur college, like the top college player, he's going to go low there too. Like he's going to shoot a couple under, a few under. I like the, I like the, you know, nine, 10 under finishing scores personally. I I totally get where you're going, brother. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think it depends on the course. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I like to see the pros struggle a little bit, you know, make some bogeys kind of come down to earth a little bit. But then if you get a course like Kapalua, I mean, so many downhill lies, so many like nuanced shots they have to hit, um, good views, then it's all right. Well, I'll watch them go low. Um, But I mean, I think you're going to see a lot of similar looking holes at this course down in the desert. And it's it's probably going to be a putt off who's going to who's going to make the most putts during the week. Yeah, yeah, that kind of ties into Kapalua as well. It's just who's getting hot with the short game, and Cam Smith did that. Um, in Maui, it's going to be the same desert, like Willie said. It's just who's hot with the short game. And I think they do it for a reason at the start of the year. They get the guys rolling. They're, they're getting their wits about them. They're scoring. And then, boom, you know, the summer rolls on, and they're at Muirfield Village or yeah. they're at the U.S. Open or British Open where they're struggling to break par, and that's always exciting. I, I am more of a fan of the tougher events when par is a good score, but you also like to see the pros play like the Harlem Goldtrotters out there. I agree. I agree. All, go, all good points. Just had to bring it up to the group. Absolutely. No, I agree. I, ho- I hope it doesn't. I hope it's not 20 under. Do you, does everyone think it's going to be 20? That's what I was reading. They're, they're looking for it to be 20 under or lower. Pretty it much guaranteed to, to be 20 or lower at this course. Guaranteed. Yeah. 20 under is, my math is correct, it's five under around minimum. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we're not looking at minus 34 this week, I wouldn't think, but you know, that was insane. Cam Smith shot minus eight, minus nine, minus eight, minus nine in his four rounds, or it was vice versa. So minus nice. nine, minus eight. That's but. insane. <laughs> four rounds in a row. Uh, I'm just dumb. One of the no laying up, one of the no laying up guys had a comment because somebody made third like Cam Smith. How what did he shoot? 28 under, right? 34 under. 34, 34 under. And he made a comment. He's like, it's gonna take me all year to get 34 birdies. Like, and <laughs> that was big Randy. In four days. <laughs> like, That's I want, how long goal. do you You always love giving yourself 10 footers. You think they're always good. How long <laughs> is it going to take you to make 34 birdies? I mean, if I get to my mark of 90% from 10 feet, it's going to happen quick. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll say 34 birdies can happen by June. I like half the year to make it happen. Half a year? Oh, really? easily, Joe. Uh, Dan already has 10 and he's played like three rounds. Yeah. I mean, if you can get two I mean, rounds, that's also on an average, average golfer formally, but yeah, he, he's a stick. I can agree. But like, if he's rolling five to seven around, I mean, that's not me. I wish, but <laughs> I think 34 is doable in a half year. Yeah. I'd like to yeah. get five by the end of January and five rounds played. That'd be a good start. Oh, that's yeah. I guess. Yeah. It, 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 it really all depends on how much you play. Yeah. Totally. And I think obviously the summer, so April, May, June, probably play a good amount, get up there close to 30. We'll see. Where are you, where are you playing next, D? Wait, hold on. I got a question up for D. Uh, first round of 2022, are we moving it back to blue tees or tips? Are we still playing whites? No more whites. I mean, I ended 2021. My last round was at True North with the tips. Not bad. I mean, I played the whites a couple of times. Like my dad plays the whites. So when I play with him, it's, it's always fun to try and score, but Hey, I'm fine to play wherever. If you want to play the tips made par on the Leonard first hole, you know, driver 230 in, but still made par with an excellent chip. <laughs> I think well, we both did. G. No, no both one did, G. went with that joke. Everyone was super serious. And I bring that up. They're like, <laughs> well, Hey, no, you know, I, I, I thought I played the whites a good amount of times last year. Fair enough. But I also, I finished with a few rounds from the tips and still was doing all right. I'll take it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Dis- disclaimer here. D does not play the whites all the time. He did it one time and we like to give him crap for it. I <laughs> had to bring it up on the first pod. D and Joe were getting me when I was there. So I got to get them a little bit. And okay, also based on your guys's comments too, this bag is going to be rid of all PXG items by March when the SM nines come out. So I'm gonna get you an official date on that one real quick. Wait, so what's the, the new driver then? Yeah, I went today and hit the TSI three and TSI two. Still gonna work on a little bit of what shafts I like more, but let's just say I'm not playing extra stiff. I was <laughs> shanking it about a hundred yards to the right at the simulator at the store and like clicking really quick so no one would see. But yeah, I think uh <laughs> I think I'll get the TSI three. I'll have to swap out the irons eventually here for the T one hundreds, like Mister D. And then, yeah, all wedges are going to SM nines, and then I'll be done hopefully forever. But gee, I definitely want to hear what you think between the TSI two and three because I've been really looking into the three that could be happening this year for sure. Uh, The head size of the three is a lot better on the eye. I think it sets up really nice. The sound of the three is a lot better. Now, in terms of overall forgiveness on the face, 
pretty big difference, I'd say, between the two and the three. But I was hitting both of them the same distance. I just had more um, forgiveness, loft, and oh. launch on uh, the TSI two. TSI three was lower, but they all basically the, ran out to the same stats. Dude, yeah, that's your signature shot too, the bullet. Yeah, I know. So we'll see. I mean, it was nice getting the ball up in the air, but overall, I just think Titleist has done a great job with these drivers. Um, you know, previous years, they haven't even been able to stack up against the horrible company TaylorMade, Callaway, <laughs> um, a few others. But, you know, this year, it's like these things are built well and they're built for speed and built for length. And, you know, if anyone here buys a stealth, I'm sorry to hear that. Team Titleist. <laughs> I was going to say, do we even need your opinion on the new uh, Cali Rogue or the uh, TaylorMade stuff? Oh uh, no, I no. mean I, I I have nothing <laughs> I have nothing against the rogue. I I wouldn't I don't think play it, but the stealth is just literally trash can Larry. <laughs> well, Does Dan free, play Callaway? Free plug for Titleist here. Yeah, I mean, call me Titleist. I'm your biggest fan. Uh, Dan plays Titleist everything. Good, good. Well, Who's I'll finish. Is it? I'll finish your question real quick before we get to the final round. I am playing Bridges for my first round of. 2022 heading back out to california this week it's going to be a test that's i think Garrett and i were talking about it not too long ago don't want to play bridges all the time but i felt like you got to play it once a year just for a test see where your game's at that'll uh i'll let you know real quick we talked about placement golf in the desert bridges is a placement golf course if you're flaring stuff a foot can make the difference between super out of bounds and in the fairway that's well, just the way so it is. tough because it's built on this. Like this is the fairway and anything off of it is just ravine. Like there's no like yeah. perfect drive rolls off to ravine. And you're just yeah. like, wow. Which like, is like, you can't even find it. At least desert yeah. golf, you might be able to play it. Right. Yeah. 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 No. It's, it's thick bush, not, you know, desert rock or sand, but we'll see about that. I have two more rounds coming after bridges, but I think we'll talk about those later. Uh, some exciting ones that I'm looking forward to a lot. And uh, I think, Willie, we're on to the third round. All right, third round. I mean, I'm going to go with Taylor Gooch. Um, kind of kind of making a name for himself for the last year and a half, couple years on tour. Um, he is four for four and cuts made at this tournament last four years, including three top 25s. So... Mm-hmm. He's playing well. He, he had a nice showing at uh, Kapalua and nice showing at Wildlife. So, figure I'll keep the momentum going. Love it. Love it. Um, I'm going to get, get in quick. I have the worst short term memory of all time. Has my Canadian fellow, Mr. Corey Connors, been snagged? No, but I, got I, him. I'm sure D was going to take him. If you I didn't. was going to take him right after that, Mr. Joe. Props to you. There we go. We're going to go for the Canadian. Hopefully all striking extraordinaire. Yeah. Yes. He he had a rough go at uh Wiley uh last week. He, right? He Wasn't he top Wiley. 20? Yeah, he finished 11th at Wiley. Yeah, oh, I he, he, had a, he had a rough good. start. My bad. My bad. Well, since you stole my boy, I'm gonna have to make a quick adjustment. Ooh. And Doing so, I think my best option here is to use 
these uh, the power rankings, but let's take a <laughs> quick look. Don't do it, D. Oh. All right. Well, I wanted to take Seamus Power, but I'm going to go with last year's winner, defending champ Siwoo Kim. Oh, strike me down right now if I'm wrong wow. about this, but I'm going for it. Siwoo yeah. shaking that ass. <laughs> Is Siwoo even on the power rankings? He was not. <laughs> you got to scroll a couple of times, G. Catch. What did he finish at, uh, at, at Kapalua? Got to even take a look at that. I honestly have no idea, but I know he won it last year, and I just like Siwoo Kim. I know uh, Jordan Spieth made a good joke about him at either, I think, a rider. No, it must have been a President's Cup. Um, <laughs> one of the audio bites from an interview. Spieth started singing out, Siwoo, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Shaking. Woo. So I've been to Siwoo Kim ever since that. Let's see where he finished last is, week. Is a... Siwoo is prone to go low, no doubt about it. It's either low or yeah. super high. Well, Mr. G, while I'm looking for this little stat, what do you got for the final pick of the MX championship? The easiest, easiest pick of all time for G. Yeah, number 12 on the power ranking, my boy Patrick Reed. Um, you know, I think he's got everything in the bag to win this week, to be honest with you. And we'll see. You know, great ball striker can place the ball and make shots when it's necessary. So he's clutch. Yep, we'll see. Yep. We'll see. He he can be a a hit or miss type guy too. So I think I, I think I'm betting on Jay Rose this week though. I think out of all my picks, I love him the most. What about really? everyone yeah. else? Can we go? You should throw some I mean, coin on Jay Rose. He's he's you know plus forty five hundred, bro. You put it on you know hundred bucks, you win four thousand five hundred dollars. I don't know if I'm that confident, but maybe. Ten bucks, you win, you know, four hundred and fifty. Will die. I mean, yeah, that was. He had a decent end of 2021, I guess, but man, did he Not play pretty really. bad last year? Yeah, he that played was, horrible. Well, last he year. the hero. He played well. Tigers tournament. Um, there's a tournament in Sea Island that he played well at, but I mean, he's just kind of fallen off the last couple of years. We'll see if he can bounce back. Are we talking Rosie? Yeah. He's a major champion winner, multiple major champion winner. He's always has it in the bag. I think just it's, one major championship, right? The U.S. Open? I think so. I think just the one. Okay. I think he won at Marion, right? Yeah, 2013. Yeah. I just saw. I was just walking that course uh, New Year's weekend. But, 2013. Yeah. Uh, but Rosie, I think he kind of fell apart after the first round of that Masters where he went – minus seven in the first round and then couldn't hold on, but everyone thought he was going to run away with it after one round and then nothing else following that. Yeah. Tough to crown someone early. I just he's got, a up. Few, he's got a few majors. We'll see. We'll see. Gee, was it hard Maybe not two? to do you have your British open with your boys? Alex masters. Or? Justin Rose doesn't have a masters. No. Nah. What? Uh, 2017 masters. Does Justin, he? I feel like he does. Yeah, he does. 2017 Masters. Is that wrong? No, he, I mean, he finished. He finished runner up to uh, Sergio in 2017. He was in that oh. playoff. Maybe it was a playoff. Wow, I guess Google's lying or Wikipedia. So, whoever's fact checking for Wikipedia, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia. It says he was T2. Then why does it say his tour wins at the top? They list Masters as one of them. I mean, uh, you can't see that, but. 
I just know that it was 2015 was B, 2016 was Danny Willett, 2017 was Sergio, 2018 oh, Danny Pini. Willett, barf. Yeah, that was – That's oof. still – yeah. Um, quick side note, Siwoo Kim finished in a T55th at YLI at a minus seven. So he's got a little bit of making up to do at uh, <laughs> at La Quinta this week. Yeah, Damn, yeah, that's I picked not him. good. Or no, oh, I you picked Sunjay. No, I yeah, picked Sunjay last there. week. Yeah. yeah, never mind. Um, I wanted to bring up one quick thing. You guys heard about this South African player that got a, uh, I think, an exemption into the field this week? Yeah, well, he hits it like a yard less than me. Like it's so <laughs> crazy. He hits it like. Ooh. I don't his know name's his name, James. but he hits it three. He averaged he averaged three hundred and seventy three yards off the tee. <laughs> his name's James Hard Dupree's. He does average three hundred seventy three yards off the tee at least last year on the Sunshine Tour, and uh, he had he hits it two hundred miles per hour ball speed without even really trying that hard. It seems thanks to CBSSports.com. Damn, this is like some so like who's that guy on the European tour like? Nico Weidmeyer or something. Yeah. Dude, Bryson must look at that guy and just have so much envy. Like, the guy's just, like, natural, like, doesn't try that hard and just smokes at 370. And Bryson's, like, using every equipment known to man. And yeah. Like, I'm going to be well, keeping I, my eye on that. We'll see what the advantage is on, on this course. I mean, that would have been kind of fun to watch at Kevalua. Yeah. True. He's I'm also – I, so I skipped on Seamus Power. He's started the year off well, but I'm now I'm looking at you know people we might have missed that uh, our picks are all locked in. There's a few players making their debuts for 2022. Only two of these four were picked in our picks: Matt Wolf and Scotty Scheffler, but also Ricky Fowler and a guy we didn't mention at all. He's been kind of quiet at the end of last year too, but he started off awesome. We were picking him every week. Will Zalatoris is in the field this week. That's what I just said. Probably yeah. didn't pick him. Oh, How does his status work? Does he still like he has conditional status because he he never got his tour car because he never graduated Corn Ferry, but he's placed top like two in majors like two times. Yeah, I think that's probably keeping him afloat. Top five oh, in he, majors. He's got status now. Oh, he does. Like it was the whole like with COVID, they didn't graduate from the Corn and Ferry tour for one year, so he like finished top twenty five. He would have easily gotten his card but they didn't hand out PJ tour cards that year. So he had to do a full another year and just got a bunch of sponsor exemptions into the PJ tour events and really never played on the court and ferry tour, but now he's got his card. Okay. 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 I was, well, I was like, man, that must be like so much pressure if he doesn't have his card still and he has conditional and the only way you can get full status is if you win. Like, gosh. Yeah. Like, a couple of good top finishes keeps him afloat for a while though, I, I think, but I guess he's got a status. Um, quick note again, American Express has five of the 20, uh, five of the top 20 players and 16 in the top 50 uh, in attendance this week. It's the best strength of the field for the event since 2005. So, again, we, we were talking about scores. Maybe we will see a couple deep 20s. Here, hopes not. And Joe, <laughs> Joe's, Joe's on that same boat. I hope we're not going 20s. Yeah, we will. We will. I know it's just going to happen. Oh, I wanted to say, G with the read pick, I'm really liking that. We were talking about earlier the short game is going to be huge here, and Patrick Reed is obviously one of the best short game Wizard. players, especially you know when he gets a little help with the sand or, or pushing a ball <laughs> down. <laughs> just kidding, P. Reed. If you ever hear this, you're a hell of a short game player, and I think it's going to help G a lot this week. 
Captain America, always got your back. D, and the old saying goes, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. So <laughs> shout out P. Reed, baby. Keep doing your thing. Keep winning. Keep getting sponsors. I thought it was interesting, though, how you can just get a hat sponsor. I get the driver, just the driver. Yeah, but weird. just the driver and the hat? Like, yeah, weird, okay. weird. Interesting. D made a good point though. He probably didn't want to go like full bag switched and like to, he's probably he'll probably make that transition once he can test it all out instead of just like no, I agree, but like why the hat? Like I would think apparel, <laughs> yeah. just apparel in general, maybe, but just hat. Gee, it's yeah. just all it's all about a number. I mean, they threw a number at him to have it on his hat, and he said, Yeah. Damn, yeah. that's so fire that they can just like get like different sponsorships can just pay you money to like put it a logo here and a logo here. Like someone's hat could be worth like a hundred grand a tournament. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, definitely. The caddy's got to rock them too. But is it true that if you play like a PhD driver, a PhD clubs or something, you win a tournament, you get like half a million or million dollar bonus or something. Wow. need to look that one up, but you know, Bob is dishing it out. So I'm sure there's something in there. Yeah. yeah I, I read that somewhere. That's, that has to be tempting if you're a tour player and you win, you know, a couple times a year. Like, yeah. Why would you not? Really? But since, like, none of the best players play it, it's not that ringing of an endorsement. Like, hey, Billy yeah. Marshall. Like, they don't care about that incentive, clearly. Yeah. Who else I mean, Who else is a, a certified winner besides Billy Horschel that does play PXG? I don't even know. I don't even, yeah, I don't I don't even, even know. Idea. I mean, P. Reed lit it up while back it's yeah, gonna take five to ten years for them to get players but they'll get them i mean they'll swoop them from tailor made mostly i would guess <laughs> i think <laughs> just a, kidding but interesting thing for pxg is that they only do direct from the factory yeah oh you mean they don't like actually sell their clubs like pj superstore or yeah whatever exactly but you can you can buy them through a third party like club fitter right some club fitters have access to pxg and hold them right yeah you see but is that like, just... yeah you see them at like private clubs like the pxg truck will come and set up shop and then you can buy it from them is that what you're no, saying? I'm talking Go about on. like fitting organizations like businesses like the one you go to in Dallas, or there's one down here where yeah, you just get yeah, fitted. Yeah, yeah. They do oh. actually hold and like you can demo and play those. But yeah, if you're actually talking about ordering them, they go directly through the factory. Shout out to Dallas Golf Co. They just started following 19th. Did they really nice. see? Yep. It's so crazy. So I was going there to extend my putter, and uh, the guy was like super cool, and he like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go grab this other putter that you know you may you may like. And it was the Nike um, Tiger putter that he won with, like, back in, like, 08 or something. Was it the B201? Yeah, yeah. I think that was the one. And this guy, like, I followed him back into his, like, the warehouse where there's, like, stacks and stacks of clubs. And they had bought, he told me, that they bought every single last available Nike B2 whatever um, putter on the market. And they have, like, 150 of them and those are the only ones and they have them in like the back warehouse and i follow this guy thinking i was supposed to follow him because like to show me this putter and he's like oh i'm sorry you, you can't be back here and then like he told me that little secret like when i was walking out he's like yeah we just got all these you know bought Joe, all these up and i was like damn these are on reserve back here huh 
that's the that's the putter I've got in my bag right now. Fire. B201. Shout out to Nikes. Ever since 2016, been holding on to the Nikes. Somehow D's driver still has pop from 2000 and whenever you say that. <laughs> RIP to those, D. Yeah, the irons are officially in the box. Uh, I'm going to hold on to them, obviously. There's no way they're getting out of my hands. But starting on Friday, officially playing golf with the T100S is in the bag. And then you got Grandpa Joe Diablo on Sunday, huh? Yeah, you and well, Willie are going to have to have a little battle, see if you can conquer Willie's sorry performance there. It's tough out there. The greens are no joke. I mean, it's all runoffs, undulations. Yeah, are they still as small? They're pretty small. Like the yeah, greens? They just added like all this like extended runoff area that's pretty much like almost the same cut as the green, but more fairway style. So you're putting like, from a lot of different places. And then, like, yeah. around that green is, like, really, really tall. Like, if your ball goes into it, like, you may not find it. Like, best stuff. So. What, what was the biggest change, Willie, would you say from, like, what hole were you just, like, this is completely different? Well, or was removed, that even the case? No, yeah, they removed a bunch of lakes. Like, the first part three, number three, is no yeah. more lake. Um, number two. Big Joe Hole won that. Yeah, Grandpa, Grandpa Joe Ace. Yeah, like number two, they move the green from the left side, like behind that tree, just to the right side. And you only tee off from like the right side of, of um, oh no, number four, you tee off to the right side of number three's green. Really? No longer. The oh, left. no. Uh, like up the hill. Yeah. And then what was the old number one handicap par four, like 11? They turned that into a par five. And then number 13, the long par three, no lake there anymore. Wow. Uh, yeah, I lost so they, a lot of balls in that lake. Yeah, they Wait, did a, 13. They did a, oh, what? Why yeah, like are they, they removing those? That's what makes those holes difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they made up with the difficulty with like how undulated the greens are and like dude, it is hard. The yeah. greens are very like, I mean, not to the crazy extent of abandoned, but like it has like straight up knobs in yeah. like a lot of places. So, so you're telling me where the lake was on both those part threes. It's just like grass now. It's yeah, like, like some of it's fescue, some of it's like fairway, some of it's gotcha. rough. Hmm. I just want to ask about four. Do they still have the phone to call a snack shack ahead of time? No, because you're. Oof. I literally, when I walked up to three green, I had to bring my driver with you because you park way to the left and you tee off above the green. And I drove it straight into the lake. <laughs> straight, that is a straight drive, though. You have to have some draw bomb, on that from the right side. Like, yeah, I made the lake. Oh, right. and then like, they removed a bunch of, like, middle line bunkers, like the first part five, number five. No oh, longer in the middle. There's no bunkers on that middle left? No. And, like, they, they moved them to the right. And then the short part five, like, number seven, no center bunkers anymore. Jeez. Um, yeah, they wow. Tell me about six. That was like the hardest hole ever. Six is the part three. Yeah, it had a scoring average of like 17. No, the down. That one's one's pretty similar. They just messed with the green a little bit. Like the green on 18 is ridiculous. The greens are like lightweight tricked up. Like you're going to be hitting some crazy putts. Good thing I got that B201 in the back still. (laughs) Oh my God. Number one, you know how you used to be able to like walk in front of the tee boxes? Everything yeah, yeah. now, and you will go behind now. 
Huh. Wait, everything's in front of the like cart path or the walkway? Like they just moved the cart path behind the tee boxes and filled in the old cart path with grass. Interesting. That probably looks so better. So it though. runs along the apartments, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's where the path is. Yeah, it's along the apartments. It, it's way better. Like you're not walking yeah. in front of people teeing off and stuff like that. Diablo. There's little, like there's a little like starters, little box too. Like yeah. So if you can like all like your amenities that you grab is like in this little like starter box. You just, I'm going to need you to grab a handful of uh, uh, markers there for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I was never a member at Diablo, but I grew up on that course going with Clancy a lot. I really fell in love with the game there. I can't even say enough good things about it. Wish they had room for a driving range and that putting green, the practice green is like smaller than six green which is pretty much the size of my pinky nail driving range. If you get there before I think it's like 1030 is on 18 and they put out um, mats on 18 and you hit like right where like the tree, like right, like before the tree. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. No what, what do you though. think? What do you think is more intimidating? The tee box of one at Diablo or the tee box of one at Pasa Tiempo? Pasta yeah. You think it's more intimidating? I can't comment. I've never played pasta. I think so. I'm just talking. I guess there is a huge crowd that just sits to the left on the putting green and watches you too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, good point. It's probably pasta. All right. I'm going to okay. throw one at you guys that we've all played these two courses. One at Diablo. How much different is that shot really than one at Canyon Lakes? You're well, very right. You can't it's, drive the green at one of them. No, but you drive it goes early. down the hill once where your ball lands. Yeah, definitely. It's a little more open, and they made the whole run out fairway now. You know how like the car path used to be split up by rough, so there's no car path anymore. You drive across the grass, and it's hmm. all fairway. No more. Rough. Oh, nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Then I'm definitely bombing driver. Oh, definitely. Because, dude, so sometimes if you get in that rough or you're on a downhill lie because you had a three wood. It's not an easy green to hit all of a sudden. And it's you're 110 yards out at most or so. G drove the green on Canyon and put it to like five feet for a tap and eagle. That was pretty ridiculous. The Canyon yeah. days. Back, back in the heyday. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, boys, I'll definitely keep you posted on all three rounds this weekend. The Saturday round will remain a secret until after that one goes down. But we have Bridges Friday, Babel Sunday. We've got the Amex Championship. We each have three picks in for that. A lot of fire coming up. And then, Willie, I'll be seeing you. we got something big coming up the next weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, D, did we let them in on our secret preview of 2022? Like, let them know that that's coming up? Because I'm just saying this next show, you're going to want to watch to see all the fire courses we got planned. And this is just first half of the year. First half. Not even so much golf dialed up coming. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Ridiculous. We'll, we'll give them that info next show. Yeah. All We've right. got plenty, right. of, plenty of fire golf coming in the first half of 2022. All of that will be detailed in the next show. Look for a little bit of a recap of the Amex, a recap of how this weekend's round went in California, what's upcoming between Will Dog and I immediately. And then, of course, spilling into all the great things, all the great golf that we will be playing in the first half of 2022. Yes, sir. Well, boys, till next time.
Great. Till next time.